Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. the show everyone Whew, what a holiday weekend 
oh, oh you ate some turkey or ham or I don't know what else, what else would you eat? Huh? Pork rib? Spare rib? Beef rib? Mmm. Lots of eating on all on a football. Right now it's 9.34. And we got a Monday night football game on tonight, folks. It's pretty fucking brutal. Vikings and Bears. Bears 9, Vikings 3. This game is trash, Grant Mills. Not that good. It's brutal. Yeah, brutal is right. Thank you for all those fireworks, too. And yeah, head- <laughs> hit the button a second time accident. Uh, uh, it was, uh, it was, I was going to say it was a return, but we were here last week. It seemed like a very long uh, Thanksgiving holiday weekend. They never seemed that long. And so I was glad that it actually felt like I genuinely had some time off. Um, we had a great time. You were over for Thanksgiving. We had ribs. We had drinks. Uh, we had a little of this and a little bit of that. That's how Thanksgiving should be. Uh, yeah, very good time. Thanks for having me, my friend. Anytime, my friend. It was great. Uh, loved seeing you. Loved having fun. Loved clowning with the fam. Uh, you know, that sometimes they can be sticks in the mud. You brought off the best in everybody. We uh, chilled up into <laughs> the point we were watching Unsolved Mysteries after some drinking. So... It was a uh, hilarious fun and uh much needed. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your time off in the rest of the weekend. Yeah, it was good, man. I didn't do too much. What about yourself? No, not too much. Obviously, we've got a lot of football to get into and the and the heart attacks and blood pressure that uh resulted in many of the the games this weekend. I I did not think uh specifically the Iron Bowl, but most of the games would have been that close. I thought it was going to be kind of a quiet weekend so i didn't do anything just kind of recovered stayed at the house and uh really chilled because i know uh we've got our uh annual gathering uh next weekend on the ninth. so trying to behave after football season slowing down i hate to say it and uh man what a weekend though great 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 epic football games and i don't use that word epic a lot I think it's overused, but man, it's hard to use. Uh, it's hard to say any other things for that Iron Bowl, especially. But even the Michigan Ohio State D game was a good one. Did you watch that one? I did. I watched most of it. Uh, I thought it was a pretty impressive game. I don't. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole yet, but yeah, I watched that one. Uh, neither teams impressed me. I think Georgia and Alabama would smoke both of those teams, but I digress. I didn't happen to see that game, but however, the best game of the weekend, no doubt, was the Iron Bowl. Wow. What? Man, I thought Auburn won it, to be honest with you there. I think everybody did until the miracle grab by Mr. Bond. I say a Bond. Man, I could believe it. I thought I thought it was going to be a flag or something. So I just That always happens, like a flag. Or, you know, some bullshit, but it didn't happen, and they won the game. Yeah. That, and, and as an Alabama fan, I think you get your right to the weekend to talk your shit to the Auburn fans. I, I've, I've enjoyed my celebration. I try to stay non-biased or unbiased, whatever you want to say, as much as I can. Uh, but 
for, to both Alabama and Auburn fans, officiating in that game was absolute trash. I never blame officials. I hate when that comes up. I don't think the outcome would have been changed much. If anything, uh, you know, Alabama probably would have been you know, touched down ahead if it wasn't for that holding call. And but it's just really bad. They missed that blatant face mask on the first the, the kickoff, and then Burton was in in bounds pretty clearly I thought they called him in bounds and they said he was out of bounds it just really was not a good uh, a really well officiated game in my opinion no definitely not but got a good outcome there great outcome 11 and 1 season good good after that south florida game alabama had earlier in the year i don't think anybody was expecting uh such a turnaround and uh, this weekend's going to be full. I've got the slate of eight coming late to end the show. Couldn't rhyme it anymore. <laughs> I tried. So we've got a, a couple of great games this weekend that'll round out the playoff picture. So stay tuned for that, guys. And we got our pick'em's results later in the show as well. So, yeah, great weekend, though, Grant Mills. It was a, Like I said, did you feel like it was a long weekend, or did it fly by to you, or... It actually did kind of well. Uh, Thanksgiving went by fast. It seemed like I don't know. Sure. It was good. It went. It was just went by fast. Um, so, but yeah, man. Um, good long weekend though. And shit, the football was unbelievable. At least that one game, and we still had lots of football. Although the regular season is coming to an end, we still got plenty of games past January. We'll have the bowl season, and of course playoffs and all that so still got a lot in store plus your nfl games as well folks so don't be discouraged i know it seemed that college football season always goes by so fast it does you know but still got a lot of a lot of treats and a lot of games still on deck so that's the good news folks um we have any bad news I don't know. Bad, 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 bad news would be. I don't know. I don't really have any bad news, I guess. I can't think of any bad news. Texas A&M looks like they're hiring Mike Elko. I don't know a lot about this guy. I've heard good things. You know, if it was me, I would have just stuck with Bobby Petrino. I'd have been like, because, you know, they didn't call. They the, here's the problem with Jimbo's teams, man. He's still too involved, and his schemes have to have everything plugged in just right, and they're too complicated for the players, and so they don't work unless you have just the right personnel in there and everything's clicking, which normally doesn't happen. The only reason he got a championship is his quarterback, which was Jameis Winston, and everything was just went right for him that year. But normally, no. It's, it's, it's too complicated. Like I said, the, everything has to be just right, and he's always got to have his input. He didn't. He doesn't leave. It's his schemes. It's not Bobby's schemes. Put Bobby P in there. Do a you know, give him a fucking you know four year contract. I don't know about this Mike Elko man. What do you think about that? Would you have went with Mike Elko? I don't think so. I, I, think... I would have went with Stoops either though. Like I said, I, I don't, you know, I know I, he was supposed to be the one, but at the last minute, uh, nobody wanted him. I guess the Royal Regents 
uh, didn't like that. Uh, but what would what, what would you have done? I would have let it played out to the off season. I and I, I to me and here's the problem. I don't know how all the money and the negotiations and that factor in. I feel like if you're already behind the eight ball with with Jimbo, you suck. You know you're going to get rid of him. Let him finish out the season and then try to make your negotiations in the offseason. That, that's just what I think would work better. Obviously, I don't have a parade of boosters and a board of regents and a ton of people weighing down on me. I just feel like you'd have more leverage to negotiate with better coaches. I don't know enough about Elko to, uh, to make a good judgment. Just the fact for Texas A&M to go after somebody that doesn't really have the brand recognition, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't make else is still coaching their teams right now. Like, you know, I saw wait till the end of the season, like you said. Yeah, that's what makes more sense to me. And I, I just I don't understand about this move quick on bad coaching. If your season's already somewhat in shambles, just I mean, finish it out. I mean, at that point you can throw whatever against the wall and fire it, it to me it just makes more sense for your players too. Um and recruiting but again i don't know maybe it doesn't maybe there's other legalities i'm not aware of i feel like you'd have more leverage and more time to talk to other coaches while they're not trying to you know they've got a reputation to preserve too remember dennis francione at alabama left on a video conference he actually went to a&m who got smoked by oklahoma the next year 77 to nothing uh, it's just a bad look. People don't forget when it looks bad. Again, I, I'm not saying this situation looks like that. I just feel the offseason, you could lay a little more groundwork in negotiating for a better coach. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there's no coach is going to – well, you're not going to talk to the coach anyway. You're going to talk to their agent and then – right. You know, so, and uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You, you might as well let them finish the season out. And then you get a little bit less on the buyout. You don't have to pay him as much. Still be a lot, but at least you have the year done. Like I said, they're not, I don't even know what their record is, but they're shitty. They're not making anything. I don't even know. Did they get six wins? At least? <laughs> I don't even know they're going to a bowl game. Um, Let me take a look. I don't remember if they did. Now, Bobby Petrino is going to Arkansas. Is that right? Is he? It looks like he's going to Arkansas as the uh, OC under Sam Pittman. That's awkward. Yeah, good move, though. For um, Arkansas, for sure. Because I, I thought Sam Pittman did a pretty good job. But you had Bobby Petrino in the mix. Mm, you could be a, you could look at something pretty good there. Seven and five was Texas A&M this year. Four and four in the conference. So, really, I mean, I, I don't know what you're looking for there. I mean, I, seven and five is not the worst. It's not that bad, but it's not – They've been doing that for years. Yeah, I think Jimbo's been there too long and too much money to to, to represent at seven and five, especially with the amount he's been paid. And everybody knew that amount was a clusterfuck in, in the beginning, especially when you're beating pretty shitty teams uh, to do that. They played close to a lot of games, but close doesn't matter. Ask Auburn. They don't want the moral victories. Yeah, Bobby Petrino, if you have to give names, that's the route I would have went. I like Bobby P. myself. Uh, but Arkansas, I think that's a good hire. It's a great hire. Awkward, yeah, sure. But, man, uh, 
got him as an OC. You got Sam Pittman as head coach. Arkansas played tough this year. That's I don't think that's bad at all. No, no, it's not bad. I can't believe they took him back. Uh, so, but oh, we'll see. I didn't know that. I didn't have no idea. So that's interesting. Yeah, I just saw that uh, right before the podcast. I was looking out. So it uh, the report says their uh, UA lays out legality of hiring Bobby Petrino as Hogs' next offensive quarter coordinator. I was about to say quarterback coordinator. I messed it up. So they're trying to release a statement that's trying to be a top priority for 2024 season. That was today. So it looks like it's still in the works. But for the most part, if those reports are confirmed, it looks like they will be. Sam Pittman will have Bobby Petrino as an offensive coordinator next season. Oh, Bobby P. He's kind of scandalous. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, at this point, what coach isn't hell? That's true. They're all scandalous. All of them. Speaking of scandalous. Oh, shit. Oh, it's me again. Wrong button. (laughs) Oh, you're hitting all the buttons. All right. What? Where is he? Is he on? Hello. What up, Will? How was your Thanksgiving, my friend? I know, me and Bobby and the dogs, it was pretty good. Fixed a turducken and a tater salad, some uh, green jello mold, uh, other assorted stuff. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Any leftovers? Do you have stuffing? I mean, turducken, but then there was stuffing, yeah. And a little giblet gravy, too, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm loving it, yeah. I'm loving baby. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, Thanksgiving weekend. I had sex with a girl. Oh, how'd that do? How'd that work? Well, (laughs) let me tell you fellas something, okay? She was so nasty when she took off her Kotex. It sounded like a Velcro. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. I've put it grouchy. Yeah. It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> I can imagine. In a rough couple of weeks. What a do? Oh, but still good God, man. I love these holidays because it's like with my job, man, once the holidays come, dude, I, I just we don't do shit. <laughs> I I swear to God, man, it's just so all the managers, man, they ain't caring. I'm a remote employee anyway, technically. So, pff, man, I can do what the fuck I want pretty much. It's like so weird having so much freedom. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you ever think 15 years ago, I, I know you're a remote employee, you get out in the field, kind of like I do, but now I'm moving primarily, if not 100% remote. Uh, did you ever think you'd get that kind of freedom in a job? 100% it's- remote. Well, I thought you were already 100% remote. Uh, I probably won't be going out in the field as much, uh, basically. So I'll be just at home working. Oh, okay. So you'll yep. be home office all the time. Most likely. I mean, there's there's chances I'll still go into the field here and there. Not as much. That's though. brutal. You know what? It is and it isn't. I, I, I think now with a dedicated office, it's it's nice. Uh, yeah, for the, okay. 
for the most part. You got part. like a dedicated space upstairs or a basement or something. We don't have a basement though. No, Man. no basement, but yeah, a little spot upstairs in the office and the uh, guest room, my desk, which I mean, I do my computer work here, my personal stuff. Obviously, I'm podcasting here now, but it's nice to have it uh, during the workday. This is where I go, and then I can leave this room uh, when I need to go work and shit, uh, or excuse me, I get away from work. Uh, yeah, so I kind of stare at the desk and like type a bunch of shit for hours. I never do that shit. We're not really timed. It, it's kind of like if you get your shit done. I mean, there's days uh, today, for instance, I had nothing on the schedule, no, nothing to work on, really nothing to do. I so chatted with, but uh, went outside and hung out, cut the grass a little bit, or not cut the grass, but uh, blew off the deck, uh, kind of trimmed up around the yard and stuff. Handle <laughs> business. Well, you are married and got a family, so it's a little bit different, man. So you got always something to do, you know. That's kind of that's all right. You can find ways to pass the time, especially if you have a yard. There's always something to do in the yard. I was gonna say the, the yard keeps you pretty busy this time. The leaves and stuff. I'll, I'll take the lawnmower out and mulch the leaves up. Things like that. So yeah, it, it's kind of killing two birds with one stone. But I remember the days like we were just talking about where, and I, I say I remember the days. Ninety percent of people probably still you know my wife included go to the office and you leave it. I kind of miss that. Anyway. Sometimes I do. I, I mostly miss the work homeboys at good jobs where you yeah, like, work friends, dude, you get hoes. There's fucking friends. You go out sometime. That's what I kind of miss, man. You the friendship. Let's start our own company somehow uh, on call center. <laughs> That'd be cool. We just got to figure out what we would do. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Let's uh, that way we can have a uh, holiday parties. We'll get a, uh, me, you, Wiss, Mac, Zach, Doug. Man, we have hot secretaries. <laughs> yeah. Pay them 26000 a year. Yeah, that's not going to go wrong. <laughs> oh, God, I got divorced. This <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Uh, yeah, I do miss the hoes, man. Going into the office, seeing all the different hoes. They're hot, man. I'll be chilling. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess it depends on the office. I never had that. But I did have good work homies back in the day. Um, and so I, I do miss that part of it, but I also think I've done remote so long and I like this freedom so much more, but like, if I want to go have lunch at 11 or if I want to have it at one, I just go downstairs. If I want to take a 30 minute lunch or an hour and a half lunch, I can do it really as long as my work's done. And I'm usually on top of it. I really don't, I, I have that flexibility. I like that. Like being at a job and you know, it's the worst thing is that the weather's really bad. Like that year, the snowstorm here hit. I actually was out of town during that. I never had to deal with that snowmageddon shit down here. But if you're stuck in the office and they're not letting you leave, then you have to like spend the night or some bullshit. Ugh. Oh, man. If you got fine office hours, maybe you can get some. Oh, shit. That'd be okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I still get to go out and see people and stuff like that. So that's cool. But it's not like a. Yeah, it's not a steady crew, which is kind of different. Because, uh, like, for example, when I was in sales at uh, at this furniture store, we had, like, a crew. Everybody was cool. We'd go out drinking. It was fun. Had a holiday office party, man. Oh, man, hooked up with some hoes. <laughs> but uh, um, it's just different. It's different now. It's not the same. But it's got its good points, too. So, Yeah. I can see that. Let's uh, let's get part-time jobs as bartenders. Uh, that might be pretty cool. Yeah, I know a couple of people that do that. They uh, 
have remote during the day and do a little bit at night, beer slinging and uh, bartending. So that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. That might be kind of fun, something like that. Yeah, if I could do it a couple, if it was pretty flexible, I couldn't do one where somebody called me and was like, hey, Sam didn't come in tonight. I need your ass to get in here. I mean, yeah, like you come in whenever you wanted. That'd be cool. Yeah, if, I mean, if they scheduled me once a week or twice a week just to make a little extra money and kind of have fun and uh, keep me busy. I like staying busy. I, I'll be one of those people that never retire, but I want to do a job that I like. I'd probably like doing something like that. But yeah, if it was like some 20-something-year-old boss telling me, hey, you got to get in here, I'd be like, okay, I'm not coming. <laughs> Man, what what are you currently watching right now on YouTube or TV? Uh, right now, I've got the end of this Vikings and uh, Bears game going on, but uh, you mean programs? Uh, actually- I mean, just, yeah, just in general, I mean, you and the old Battle Axe, do y'all have a show or, you know, come on, babe, let's watch our show tonight or whatever? I don't like, have yeah. one right now. I really don't. I, um, I haven't really been into much. Uh, you know what I did find the other day? I, shout out to the Roku channel. Uh, actually, my friend Duck showed me the Roku channel, and it has all. It had the unsolved mysteries on there. I think we talked about it. Home improvement. A bunch it's of all. To a Roku channel. Yeah, it's like there's a bunch of shows on there. Yeah, I don't know if you got to have a Roku TV or not to make it pop up. I could not get it to work on my Samsung TV, and it's not Roku. So I maybe that's a uh, requirement. But I didn't realize how cool it was. All like all the unsolved mysteries, the old ones, home improvement, that shit, and a bunch of other things that I cannot recall at this time. So I've been kind of flipping through that stuff. But unsolved mysteries has been my grind lately. Man, that was so scary. I've been watching that too. Yeah, shit's scary as hell. <sighs> that music's so creepy. Yeah, man. Robert Stack, man. He was the best. God, he knew how to pop out of like a dimly lit elementary school corridor after hours with a trench coat on that scared the fuck out of everybody he had the best voice too he had the best goes like a like a gruff oh this is robert Stell. what happened to janine on the night of december 2nd i can't even do it it was like so rich and like yeah. he just like had the gruffiness too yeah it flowed man it, it was like just a perfect casting call on that and whoever did the the dress work for him he's always in those trench coats and have a little fog in the background sneaking around he made that motherfucking murderer or whoever it was talking about sound like they in your room about to pop out and cut your head off man i had one on about uh elvis i thought he was like people been seeing elvis and shit on there i thought dead elvis was gonna come kill me i knew it scary man Dude, I told you, those updates scared the shit out of me. I don't know why, but it's just like, update. This motherfucker was caught in your bedroom last night. <laughs> when little Jamie went missing at three in the morning, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, God. God. <laughs> Don't come and get me. Yeah. Man, oh, God. Still got them going on. I got the new ones on Netflix, I think. Yeah, man. It, it, I still get down, but it's not the same as the old one. Maybe it's, like I said, looking through the eyes of a kid because... It was sad at the time, but dude, it scared the hell out of you. You'd be like nine years old. They'd be like, a nine-year-old girl in West Virginia got brutally chopped up in a corn shed. And you're like, oh, <laughs> God damn, this going to happen to me, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, that shit is creepy as fuck. I wonder if they still have the same music on the new ones. Have you seen any of the new ones? Yeah, I don't think it's the same music. It's, uh, even the later episodes, like when it was like 1997, uh, man, they had one the other night. I was going to take a video and send it to you just because it was clowning because like computer graphics were in their infancy and they were talking about this sea serpent 
that somebody claims to have caught. And they have an old picture of like a carcass. It's probably nowadays like a whale carcass that all the shit's been eaten off of and just a spine. But they were like in 96 or 97, like, well, it was computer imagery. We, we, we showed this. Man, it was just the goofiest looking graphic ever. Um, always thought, always ranked Unsolved Mysteries up there with America's Most Wanted. And I think it probably should still be, but it was pretty corny on some of the UFO shit and some of the sea serpents. I just, I got to show you that graphic where they redrew the sea serpent. Ain't nothing in the fucking ocean look like that shit. <laughs> Robert's dad. But yeah, he was, he was great cast, man. What a good show. So shout out to Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, I need to check out the new ones, but I don't, I don't have Netflix and. I don't know if they've just a bunch of made it. Uh, I know some of them are just repackaged old ones. So, <clears throat> but that, I think those are the ones that had Dennis Farina as the host. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And so, I, I don't know. I might check out some of the new ones. I don't know if it's worth, because I don't have Netflix. I cancel that shit. And so, I don't know if it's worth getting back on there. So, we shall see. Well, update on the score tonight. Looks like the Vikings 10. The Bears nine. We got about one minute and twenty-five seconds. Well, one minute and fifteen seconds going on now. Man, Chicago Bears are just terrible, terrible, terrible. I don't know what the hell they gonna do. They're three and eight. Yeah, Justin Fields whack. So I never liked the Bears really, but Vikings looks like they got Josh Dobbs. He's doing a couple things. Man, I've been watching this goddamn show on YouTube, man, with this dude. His name is, well, the thing is called Will Survives, right? (laughs) It's this kid. He's about 20 years old. I guess I don't know if it's real or not. This might be some marketing shit, but I don't think so. Because I was looking at the video, man, and his hands are fucking, like, black. Like, all the time. (laughs) Damn. I'm like, man, this is not, I don't think, I don't think it is. I think it's real. But, uh. He uh, got tired of the grind and then decided to build his own cabin in the woods. I think he's in Oregon, maybe. Um, so he tried to build it somewhere, and then like it was on government land or whatever. So he got fined, and he had to take it down and all this shit. Or, I think he's in New Mexico. Uh, and so the new place, I think, is New Mexico, actually. He moved to another place, got all that shit figured out, paid his fines. They'd made him take it down. He had to go to court and everything. So he did that, and so he moved to another place that he could go to to build his cabin deal. He's been doing that, and I've been kind of like looking at it. Man, it's really interesting. It's like all the shit he's got to do, man. He's got the, um, what is that fucking internet Elon has? Starlink. Starlink, yeah, he's got Starlink. Um, it just shows how he lives, man, what he's built. It's pretty impressive for like just him. I think there's another guy that helps him. He's got his little dog named Hooper. He's really cute. And, uh, it's a pretty cool little video series. You should check it out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, what? That's kind of cool. I mean, I always thought about doing that, but I think, man, <laughs> I get eaten by something, you know what I mean? Like a bear or oh, cougar, or mountain lion. You know, I don't know, man, but it seems cool to get away from this stupid shit in the world, you know, but uh, this is definitely an interesting series, so um, check it out there if you have time, 
I like that. Those seem to be some pretty popular videos these days. I know you and I have talked about those types of escapes, buying some land somewhere. and We should get some land somewhere like here. Maybe, now I know we talked about Wyoming, but I'm thinking let's let's look out here, maybe in um, Atala or somewhere. I don't know about the real estate market on just land. But then, man, let's just build. <laughs> and it's easier said than done, but then just build like uh, a big cabin, man, like kind of like a compound. And uh, I think so. Yeah, something that's self-sufficient in case anything happens. Everybody can go out there if we need be. But also, just a place to to fucking go and get away, man. Maybe practice up on your, I don't know, outdoor skills. Got the cabin there or whatever. And uh, I don't know, might be kind of a cool, cool little deal. Yeah, it seems like a lot of uh, guys are, are migrating to that. I think it's a good idea, though. I mean, it's kind of getting back to nature in old school, really old school way of living. It keeps you busy and occupied, gets you away from all the new shit and the bullshit of life. So I, I follow a, a lot of channels like that. Uh, you might be a couple of seconds behind. Was that a Miss Delgo right now or was that earlier in the game? Uh, that was yeah. earlier in the game. Oh, was, okay. it, was it earlier? They, they showed a replay. They were oh, trying okay. to wind down to kick a field goal here. I just saw that. But I do think that's a good idea. I would prefer to be somewhere between here and the beach just to have a little access point. But, man, how cool would it be to get a couple acres and kind of let everybody just pick their own spot and build their own little place? I mean, that would be cool. That would also be cool if it was, like, overrun with hogs so we could, like, hunt on it and yeah. then somehow turn it into – I don't know what kind of eating those hogs are. But somehow turn it into something profitable, but, you know, something that's got self-sufficiency built into it, even though that might not be our goal, but still, you know, I think if you were out living out there and it was just like, you're go- you're all the way, like you ain't come, you ain't going into town after a certain amount, like you're, you're there, man. Like you ain't got no job. Like your job is to like kill, like you're fucking, you're living off the land, right? Right. Cause like in the back in the old days, they didn't have jobs. Your job was to fucking kill shit, store it. You know, your whole job is just getting food most of the day. So, wow, what kind of life would that be, man? Crazy to even kind of even think about. But yeah, I, I think it's tough. I think that's what people. I think the old school guys like that stuff. You know, getting back to nature or however it may be. Um, Man, I'd be down, though. I, I really would. I, I think a lot of people have always had that idea. I've heard so many people talk about that, where they've had this idea to get back to nature, um, get some land, build a cabin, and just go. But I think so many people just don't do that. I think it's something we probably should actually uh, take a look at, see if it's see if we can do it. Yeah, it's definitely easier said than done, but still, pretty cool idea. Yeah. Looks like... Uh, the Bears just got that field goal, so they went up 12 to 10 on the Vikings, folks. Uh, 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 I know I picked the Vikings if we did that game, so there ain't no way I picked the Bears. Yeah, I think you're right on that. I think we all picked the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Wiss always kind of comes out of left field with some bullshit. <laughs> True that, my friend. He did, yeah. You and I were the Vikings. He was uh, Chi-Town. So let's see what happens in these final couple seconds. 
Oh yeah, it's over. Josh Dobbs four interceptions. God damn, that's terrible. That is terrible. We were just singing his praises too. Damn, I didn't see all that bullshit. I didn't know he had four picks in this game. That's fine. That's a yeah. That's not good. That is not good. You can't win no games with four fucking turnovers. Jesus. Even the Bears will beat you. Uh oh. They terrible. Here comes the laterals to everybody. I cannot stand watching all this bullshit where they had the lateral. That's forward, so that's going to be, you know, penalty. Uh, The game's over. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. They can run it in right now, and uh, yeah, Bears got it. That was a forward pass. So, Bears, surprise, shock, the Vikings, four interceptions. Josh Dobbs, damn, I thought he was smart. I guess not, man. So, they're still <laughs> throwing that shit. Flags all over the place. <laughs> you know, shit silly. Oh, Baby, you've been playing any video games as of late? Just the classic NCAA 14. I've been busting that out here and there. Not as much as I've, uh, not as much as I as I have been, but really itching for the 2024. No news on that. I wish I had something to tell you guys and uh, tell you it's being released early or something surprising. But no, h- how about yourself? We we've been busting out the light gun. I've been really ashamed of myself though, so I still haven't even touched it. Uh, I've, I've looked at the stuff like I said and try to hook it up before I got the search protector. And now I got the search protector. I got to go back in the box and, and just get it out, man. Um, I don't know why I'm dillying on that, but uh, I'm definitely going to get a review in for you. We got a different one tonight, but sweet. Um, I wanted to just make sure I can sink my teeth into it. And uh, as far as the retro lighting gun goes, I will get into that. I do promise you. Show B. Stay tuned, motherfucker. <laughs> You know what? I had a news flash earlier that said something about Pop-Tarts, but I did not read it, so enlighten me. Well, looks like Pop-Tarts will unwrap the first ever edible mascot at the 2023 Pop-Tart Bowl. <laughs> news provided by Kellen Nuzzer. The winning team of the pop, upcoming Pop-Tart Bowl will go home with far more than just bragging rights and a championship or championship old trophy really what it is they can expect a belly full of the first edible mascot uh, how the fuck what is this is it i wonder if it's gonna be just like a giant pop tart dude yeah i want to like with like hanging off of them like how are they gonna do this or is it gonna be a stationary thing i'm just wondering it doesn't really say here um it just says there's going to be a edible Pop-Tarts. So, featuring Agents of Crazy Good as an ingenious crew. I guess it's going to be 
few of them. Fully frosted and ready to challenge expectations. Where the brand will show up next. All round rallying for a chance at the fans' next snack. Pop-Tart Bowl mascot is an IRL in real life manifestation. This campaign will run around the stadium. Uh, interacting with fans and when the final whistle blows transform into a game winning snack I guess huh interesting huh. Uh, the Pop Tart the 2023 Pop Tart Bowl will air live on ESPN December 28th at 5.45 Eastern Time that's 4.45 our time postseason showdown will unfold as representatives from the ACC and Big 12 conferences face off Camping World Stadium in Orlando. So, <laughs> keep you guys abreast of that. I don't eat Pop Tarts, man. Those are terrible. Yeah, they're shit. Yeah, I think they have like petroleum byproducts in them and all kind of shit, man. I don't know. I um, I haven't eaten those in years, though. So, I don't fuck with no Pop Tarts, man. But we'll see. This is a too much corporations in bowl games i've said oh, it before yeah. i've said my piece with pop tart bowl well i mean you know that's how so much money in football you got tv deals bowls so much money i think bowls are good because they give you know those teams that didn't get to make the big dance something to look forward to uh you know and they get a check and whatever uh, but there's a lot of corporatization corporatization um in there it's gotten a little bit crazy but has to yeah. be expected uh you're right i didn't realize I, I looked it up following along trying to be a good student to the game grant mills uh the pop tart bowl was the cheese it bowl which i do remember in last oh, year okay i guess the uh they had was it florida state took down oklahoma 35 to 32 so that's a good game oh you know what i, I will not going to take it back. I still don't like the over-corporation shit, but they had a good game. They put on a good show. And like you said, they're providing more football. I'll take it. Fair enough. Yeah. Why not, man? Why not? So it looks like, you. do you like Stephen Colbert? Uh, don't hate him. I'll say that. Uh, he's canceled this week. Uh, this week's shows of a appendix. appendix. So he is going to cancel his late night shows for this week um, due to his um, appendix rupturing. Quote: Sorry to say, I have to cancel our shows this week. I'm sure you're thinking turkey overdose, Steve. Gravy boat capsize. Actually, I'm recovering from surgery from a ruptured appendix. Colbert 59 also expressed to his doctors for their care and his wife Evelyn Evie McGee Goldberg, as well as his kids, his gratitude for putting up with him. End quote. I don't like Stephen Colbert. I think he sucks. He ain't funny. <laughs> um, the last really good late night host that was on the air was Craig Ferguson. I really Craig? like Craig yeah. Ferguson. Good call. That dude Ferguson. was good. Great Wasn't house. he the, the Australian guy, right? I think so. Yeah, man. He was really funny. And um, 
he would have like like hot ass like guests on like the girls be flirting with him and stuff and then he was just he was funny man he was funny dude that was a good that was a good late night host uh jay leno was all right and david letterman was was all right but that was kind of the last those were the last of the mohicans if you will now everybody sucks jimmy fallon sucks oh. jimmy Kimmel sucks Stephen Colbert sucks. Uh, you know, Conan O'Brien's not even doing it anymore. Like I said, he was one of the last Mohicans too. So at one time you had, I don't know if, uh, I can't remember, did Jay go out before Conan went to TBS, but there was that whole late night debacle. But you had Jay, David, Craig. Conan might have been in that mix for a little bit when they were all still there then, but. It just really fell off, man. I don't even watch late night TV anymore. That used to be a thing. Remember when late night TV, when you were a kid, like you felt like you were special when you got to like watch Jay or David, you know? Yeah, it really was a kind of cap, little nightcap. Uh, I always loved Conan early early days. I think uh, his that, late late night. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, super good. I liked him. I liked Jay Leno growing up. Uh, even I can barely remember. Not barely. I remember some Johnny Carson. I was a really young kid at the time, and he was already out the door. I remember when it was a big deal that Jay Leno had replaced uh, him. So, yeah, I, I, it was it was fun. There was a. It's kind of another to me. It's it's kind of a another bygone product. Yeah, yeah. So many choices, man. And um, Jimmy Fallon sucks. I don't know why people like he's uh, he's a kiss ass. He's not no good. It's he sucks, man. He sucks. Um, he's the worst. Jimmy Kimmel, he he's not any good. He's just kind of eh, whatever. Stephen Colbert is a dick. Uh, he's not funny, and he also sucks. There's nobody good now, man. And then the late late guys like Seth Seth not Seth Rogen. God, I can't remember the fucker's name from SNL. Seth something. He's also trash. Uh, man, I don't, that is a that is a one uh, like so sector. Seth Myers. Seth Myers, yeah, he's terrible. Uh, that's just like you said, man. It just fell off like that. That just doesn't. When they had the classic hosts, man, you know, like it was like a it was like a its own entity, man. And now, man, I don't know. It's just it's just like you said, a bygone product of of uh, of that era. Yeah, you know. I miss it. I miss that as a kid and, you know, maybe looking through it through nostalgia, but it was just fun. I mean, it was nice. It's too many choices now what to watch. You can watch anything. But that's oh, also- remember Arsenio Hall and how cool he was? Oh, yeah. Didn't he be barking like a dog or some shit? Yeah, that was like the, the, uh, the, uh, that was another thing, man. They had, they had Arsenio Hall, man. And he was kind of like the, um, I don't even know the word for it, but like everybody else was doing the classic. Maybe like an outlier, a little bit rebel. Yeah, he was going against the grain, you know? There you go, yeah. He was cool. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, dude, that was was just a classic time too, man, because he didn't have anybody black doing late night when he came into the vault, and he kind of like, he was getting this new market share of like the young people, the black people, like everybody, even... You know, just white, just everybody liked him because he was something new, something fresh. He had on different guests that Johnny wouldn't have on, you know. 
yeah, the the rappers and the R and B folks and you know all the all the people that were not regularly on David Letterman or Carson or Jay. You know, yeah, that, you know, push the envelope a little bit. I like that. Yeah, I was man. What a what a special time that was. And um, yeah, we just we just don't have that anymore. So no. who cares about your stupid show, Stephen Colbert? I'm not watching that shit anyway, bitch. Um, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, Stephen Colbert, he sucks. Um, now I know you you played GTA Vice City, did you not? Is that like a? I played play it back it? in the day a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. Do you remember the weird moon Easter egg? I remember people talking about it. I don't think it's something I ever activated. Talk, let's chat me up about it. Well, in this story here by Zach Zween, uh, Vice City's weird moon Easter egg finally explained. So it looks like a former rock star North. Well, a rock star North? Okay, I guess that's a rock star North developer, Obi Vermeer, shared a story about that weird lunar Easter egg. Looks like in 2001's genre-defining PS2 smash, Grand Theft Auto 3, if you put out a sniper rifle and shot at the moon, it would change size. For years, fans tried to explain why this funny little secret was included in the game. Was it a reference to something? A smaller part of a larger secret? Hmm. Now, in 2023, thanks to new info from a former GTA developer, we now know the truth, folks. Earlier this month, former Rockstar North developer Obi Vermeer's posted some fascinating and interesting blogs chronicling the development of the past GTA games and the original Manhunt. These write-ups are filled with nuggies of information on how some of the most successful games ever released were actually made. But one of has since deleted the post voluntarily, the internet never forgets. And we can thankfully still dig into these mysteries and read up on why this weird moon Easter egg was included in GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas. According to a blog post titled, Why Does the Moon Change When, uh, Why Does the Moon Change Size When You Snipe It? Ramesh claims that the silly secret was a a result of artists being unable to agree on how big the in-game moon should be in GTA 3's Night Sky. Quote, the artist gave me a texture for the moon in GTA 3. I placed the moon in the sky, made sure it was visible at night, and that it was a reasonable size, Vermeer explained in the post a few days later. Vermeer says a Rockstar North artist showed up at his desk asking if he could change the moon's size. Vermeer told him he could and asked if the artist wanted it bigger or smaller. That's when it became clear that some folks wanted it bigger and some more cinematic. Uh, well, they wanted it some folks wanted the moon larger and more cinematic, and then other other ones wanted it smaller and more realistic. After a bit of argument on this, Ramesh offered a solution. He suggested, well, quote, I suggested to make the size of the moon changeable in the game, Ramesh said. This way they could decide in their own time and let me know the conclusion. Since I was working on a sniper rifle, on the sniper rifle, I made it so the moon toggled through uh, three sizes, small, medium, and large, as the player sniped it. That seemed to solve the debate, and according to Remage, the artists at Rockstar North never came back to him about the size-changing moon, so he just left it in the game. That code, as mentioned already, would end up in Vice City and San Andreas. 
It's even in the 2006 spinoff, Vice City Stories. Perhaps nobody noticed, or more likely, it became a famous secret and Rockstar left it in. It's funny to finally learn a true story behind this famous weird secret. I've never heard of this, but I'm not a big GTA guy. Um, for years, there were people theorizing that it was a reference to Bethesda's 1995 DOS shooter, The Terminator, Future Shock, which has its own weird moon Easter egg, or that secret part of it was some bigger, still unsolved mystery involving aliens on the moon. But that wasn't it, because we just told you. So, uh, yeah, there it is, folks. If you've ever wondered about that... <laughs> I never fucking seen it. I'm not, I'm not a big uh, GTA guy, so. Yeah, Rockstar's really good with Easter eggs. They have a huge. Do I call it a storyline or about some alien shit? But it's followed through a couple of games, even going into Red Dead Redemption 2, which I am a big fan of and, and put a lot of hours into. There's a scene in a cabin where you can go in there at night. The conditions are right. Look up through the cabin roof. Cabin's kind of dilapidated, and see a UFO. And this game is set in early 1900s, so seeing a UFO anytime is weird. But back in the early 1900s, it's especially fucking freaky. There's another part in that game where you can see a UFO if you climb a mountain and uh, do some shit, look through a scope, whatever. I know they have them in GTA 5 too. Um, They've got a lot of weird Easter eggs in their games. I like that because I'm a huge fan of hidden content, Easter eggs, secrets, uh, hidden messages. So I think that's fun. I like to have a game, especially the open world style, where you can explore and it kind of takes you off the beaten path. So uh, I tip my hat to Rockstar. I don't get into all those as much, but I always learn, love learning new secrets, especially about games like Red Dead 2, man. I've I haven't put a ton of hours into it compared to some of the nerds out there that have put in thousands and thousands of hours into a game. But still, I've played it. I've beat it. Um, I've kind of fucked around on there a little bit. But there's shit that I still don't know and shit that people are still discovering about it. So Rockstar's made some hella good games. Oh, yeah. I'm a Rockstar game. Man, you're a cockstar, you fucking... <laughs> oh, God. You wish, motherfucker. Um, let's see. We got another star here. A video game related story. <laughs> uh, Nintendo adds adults only N64 app for Nintendo Switch in Japan. This is by Levi Winslow. The new 18 plus Switch online app will house GoldenEye 007 and Jet Force Gemini for now. So, usually when you think about Nintendo, you think about family-friendly gaming. Think about Mario, maybe Link, and, you know, Kirby, Smiley Stars. The world, the word adult doesn't usually come up when you ponder games on Switch. It's more of a kid, you know, friendly uh, console, if you will. But, looks like that might be about to change. The company is adding 18... Uh, a new 18 plus app to a subscription service Nintendo Switch Online, although only in Japan for now. According to an official video released by Nintendo Japan, uh, Japan via VGC, the company is launching an adult, I mean, adults only NSO app to release Nintendo 64 games. 
Now, not every game, mind you, is going to uh, have naked bitches. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not every game, mind you. Just two specific ones for now. The 1997 spy shooter GoldenEye 007 and the 1999 space shooter Jet Force Gemini. Um, as look like the latter is announced for international NSO release on um, six days ago, November 21st, random. But there's a reason for Nintendo making this decision. While the two games are rated T here in the U.S., over in Japan, the shooters carry a Z rating. The Computer Internet Rating Organization, uh, the Japanese government's rating board, classifies Z for being 18 years old and above. And Z uh, rated games cannot be sold to anyone younger than 18. So... What? I wonder if this guy had naked bitches in there on a dog. <laughs> Golden Eye. I'd buy it. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Man, you know they're probably not going to. They, it's only going to be popping around the corner, popping a, a naked chick. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, yeah. Why did they got. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. What you're saying. I was just going to say it's so confusing when every country has a different rating system, rated Z. Yeah. That's past X. I feel like that'd be way worse. Yeah, that, they're gone. <laughs> Z, you can't go no past Z. Damn. Shit. What the, fuck? what the hell's going on? They got dogs or something in here. This is some weird shit. They're rating Z. You know, them Japanese be weird with they shit. They got a kind of animes with uh, X-rated, well, Z-rated shit. I don't even know what that is, how they rate that, man. That's some weird fucking shit, dude. Yeah. I can't follow it. I, I, it needs to be a universal system somewhere. And listen, I, I'm not saying it needs to be the universal system we got. I'm down with following somebody else's uh, universal system. But damn, I can't keep up with all that shit. And a crazy time. So if you're in Japan and you're listening, go check that out, you fucking pervs. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's take a break, folks. I'm going to get a beer. Have you been drinking anything tonight there, Jay Wiggy? I've been good. I got to get up early tomorrow, so. Got to get up early. Do you got to do some documents? I got physical therapy tomorrow for my own. Oh, what time do you got to be there? Uh, Seven o'clock. Damn. I won't be too bad. I'm in my bed. Yeah, I'll probably come back home. I don't think I have anything in the morning. So, Duck joined the room. That's not Duck Daily, is it? I don't think so. He left already. <laughs> oh, shit. I can only see the join part. I cannot see the, uh, the leave part. Oh, Duck. Sorry. Well, he probably can't. Terrible. No drinking for me. Go grab yourself a cocktail. I'll be up. But I am still going to be here kicking it. Not with Duck because he's gone. And uh, I guess we'll guys catch you after. We're going to move on. guess we'll catch you all after the break. Well, that's right. Get your drinks, your drugs, take a shit, pills, you know what I'm saying? And we'll be back on the other side with a few more calls. Well, we haven't taken any calls. We'll do a few calls and uh, video game review, NFL, NCAA picks. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be, right. we'll be back in a bit.
Ho ho. <sighs> Hope you guys got all your illegal substances, maybe not illegal substances. Ready to kick back for a little bit, a little bit more. Jay Wiggy, you ready to do the one meal a day with me next week? Fast. One I'll be meal a day. You can do it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done similar before. It's uh, now do you have a plan? You're really going through with this. I do it anyway, man. What are you talking about? That's just how I do it. That's just how you roll. Now I'll tell you, man. Here's what we'll do. Um, one meal a day. You can have coffee. Uh, other than that, let's say what? what how many hours do you think? We want to eat something around four or five. Yeah, you think, what, you think you could go to like five? Oh yeah, probably could do that. All right, and then at five, man, you can eat you a big meal, or if you want to split it up to get your calories in, you could even do two dinners. You know, I don't care as far as that goes. That's still really one meal to me. I just I do two dinners, or it could be one dinner, and I just you know split it because I don't want to get too full on that first one, and then I know you're not supposed to eat before you go to bed. Well, I'll eat another one mid late, and then I don't eat anything past twelve. So I'm counting past twelve as my hours that I fast, right? So twelve, then you got you got twelve to twelve. That's twelve hours, and then to let's say five. That's a seventeen hour fast. It's pretty good. So and then man, yeah, get down. Of course, you can drink all the water you want during the day and stuff like that, but no meals. You know what I'm saying, boy? Yeah, I think that's a, not a bad idea. And there's a lot of people. I think Andrew Tate. I think uh, there's another doctor I've seen that swears by the one mill a day, uh, the OMAD. Uh, you know, I, I do it most of the time anyways. Uh, not one. I usually will have two actual meals. Breakfast, I just really don't get down on too much. Um, yeah, if I have a breakfast today, I actually had a breakfast uh, don't really eat a heavy dinner or a heavy lunch. I'll probably have just a quick protein or something like that, protein shake or something. If I eat breakfast, it makes me hungrier, man. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like eating don't, a heavy breakfast. I'm fucking hungry in the middle of the day if I eat breakfast. Yeah, and there's, I think there's different, I, you know, it, that's why I think nutrition's so hard because for everybody, I think everybody's kind of unique. For me, I, I've never, and I've, I've learned most people don't, but there's some people, especially the old guys that uh, bodybuild and, and things like that, swear by eating a ton of small meals throughout the day, and they like to do that. That's fine. I've, I've just never been a huge breakfast guy in the first place. I've always felt like, one, I was rushed. Two, I wake up. I don't want to just slam shit in my face. I think the 90s fucked us up with all the movies where they have this huge spread on the table. And then the kid runs downstairs and grabs an apple and then runs out the door and is like, oh, I'm late for the bus. And then the husband's like, oh, shit, I'm late for the office. As the wife just prepares this huge, massive spread. All yeah. those 90s movies breakfasts were completely unrealistic. Stacks of pancakes and syrup. Yeah, and everything. Eggs. Yeah. Like all fluffy in like an actual serving <laughs> tray. Like that was a normal breakfast for somebody. Like, who the fuck does that? Like, my mom would just tell us to go get a bowl of cereal. Yeah, that's what I ate. Cereal. Yeah. Fucking sucked. But. All right, yeah. one meal for you next week. A day. Wow. Yeah, report yeah. back. How that. Uh... Make it a little journal, man. Yeah. The one meal a day journal. 
I usually keep a journal of my workout. I know on fucking YouTube who does that. I'll just be going through the shorts, man. He, he's like, he'll come up on his video and be like, and this is what I ate on one meal a day at, uh, you know, fucking wherever. Or he'll just say, this is what I ate for one meal a day. And he'll go through like a video thing of it. He'll be like, ah, after my 16 uh, hour fast, I went and got, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel and got, you know, whatever he got and goes through it and shit and, blah, 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 and then he'll be like um, then I for my last meal or whatever he'll be like I ate some billeton or whatever that shit is and that's all I had for that day <laughs> like, oh, watch this shit does he get views he must I think he was somebody that was really fat and then started doing the fasting because like that was the only thing that worked consistently for him or some shit so yeah there's some weird science behind it though for sure I, I looked the other day and they were talking about even if you eat more calories, but if it's in that one meal uh, fasted, the calories don't retain somehow as they would if you ate the same calories spread throughout the day. I'm sure there's a lot more thermodynamics and caloric deficits and all that. Subscribe to that. Don't take me as the science on it, but that's what they've said. And I could see that being true. I just, if, if I'm going to work out in the morning or earlier in the day, especially if I'm doing cardio or running, uh, I, I don't like to have something on my stomach. I, I, I don't mind having a little coffee um, or maybe like a little bit of like, sometimes I'll take some honey as like a little pre-workout just to get me a little bit of quick carbs in my system. Uh, but like I'm talking a spoonful, not a whole meal. I don't see how someone could go bust through a drive-thru, eat a huge ass spread, and then go want to do some high intensity running or something like that. Yeah, that seems weird. Let's take a call. Who we got? It's Harriet on line one. <laughs> what up, Harriet? Oh, let me. What? There we go. Harriet. Hey, y'all. This is Harriet. Well, what a game that was, man. I'll have me a heart attack. I'm so glad Bella won the way. Do you think Georgia is going to win? I just don't see the tide getting past Georgia for some reason. Uh, In theory, they could. And everybody's saying, oh, they're going to bring it over. I don't know, man. Georgia really hadn't had an impressive schedule, but I just don't think that the tide's going to beat them, though. Georgia's Georgia's biggest quality to me why they would beat Alabama is Georgia has not played some of the best games, but they've never played bad. They've played some games a lot closer than they should. But, and I know it sounds weird, but they just were not bad in those games. They may not have been their best, but even when they're not playing optimal, they're still really good and really fast. That's what's scary about Georgia. So even this weekend, they were close. They only won against Georgia Tech, who was 6-5 and five, uh, by 8 points. But they still just looked in control the whole game if you watched it, if that makes sense. Uh, Alabama's a little different. They're very – I think if Alabama played Georgia like they played LSU or Texas A&M, I think they've got a shot. Alabama always does well in the Dome over in Georgia. They surprised them, what was it, two, three years ago? Or when uh, you know, Georgia ended up winning – it would it had been two years ago. Georgia ended up winning the national championship, but Alabama shocked them in the SEC and, and beat them. So – and they, you know, rematched and won. But 
I think it's going to be closer than people think, but Alabama's got to play a perfect game. Georgia's already very, very good, and they don't have to play perfect. Alabama does, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think the defense is going to be a bit better than Auburn's. Obviously, they got to they don't have to uh, put pressure on on Milrow. Yeah, he's not, he's not he's not good under pressure. He's not good under pressure. Um, yeah, Georgia. Georgia playing at a B plus, hell, Georgia playing at a B minus is almost good enough to beat anybody. Whereas Alabama right now uh, needs to play at an A plus to beat Georgia. And even if Alabama plays an A plus and Georgia plays at a B, it's still going to be close. It's just Georgia's that good and they're that fast and they've got really good depth right now. That said, though, I I think Milrow matches up well against them if he gets the time and he gets the blocks. He, I mean, he played great last week. Uh, offense actually played good. Really, just bonehead penalties. That game shouldn't have been that close. I don't know why he threw the ball uh, to a receiver after he had just two yards past the line of scrimmage. He could have just ran that in for a touchdown. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least got the first down. He had the first down for sure. He had the first down for sure. That was the same with the tight end earlier in the game. Tight end uh, had a first down. Instead, he's over on the he, – he, why not run over the defensive back? Instead, he danced around and did not oh, get it. Yeah. Yep. That was that was a dumb play. And then Milrow did the same thing. He was running. He uh, took too much time. He could have just ran for another first down. Instead, he tried to hit somebody, uh, like a little button hook route on the – uh, side, but I mean, he took it too long, and Auburn's defensive back knocked it down. He's not making the same mistakes as he was earlier in the year that were just egregious. But he's not play. I mean, he's just he's still a limited quarterback. You made a great point on that. I mean, Georgia is defense is far none one of, if not the best in the country. They they're gonna if he don't play perfect. If he's gonna run, he's got to run quick. He cannot spend three minutes back there thinking about it. You got to go. If you're going to pass, you got to pass quick and you got to make a good pass. So, you know, I, I will always stick with Bama on my pickums just because I'm tried and true like that. But, yeah, yeah don't feel great about it. <sighs> we will see. Let's go ahead and go to Raj out there in North Carolina. Hey, fellas, this is Raj. I don't know if I go for the advice that I pay share for very early Took some initiative, shave that puss. Hopefully, she'll keep up with maintenance. If not, then you're right back in the same uh, predicament there. Carolina Panthers fired their coach today, and uh, oh, they kind of set Bryce up for failure. Yeah, um, I don't know. That owner sounds kind of weird, and uh. I don't know, man. They got to get somebody in there that's uh, that can that's more offensive minded. They can really like put build a team around Bryce, you know. So, 
Yeah, he'll be a good quarterback. Uh, he's young. He's smart. Makes good decisions. But you got to build around that. And if they do, they'll they'll be a good team again. Gotta have an O line. You gotta you gotta have an O line. I don't know how much better they would have been with Stroud though. Um, I know he's doing pretty well in Houston. Uh, you gotta take into account: Will he do good next year? It's always a sophomore slump. Um, so we'll see about him. Uh, jury's still out. Um, I don't know about Houston. I know that, like I said, they're doing okay. They, you know, good, better than anybody thought this year. But we'll see. We will see about about how that goes. Like, like if if the Panthers would have picked C.J. Stroud. Is he a quarterback that can put the team on his back? I don't know. He's definitely a a more prototypical type of quarterback when it comes to the NFL. You know, he looks more like an NFL quarterback. So, but I I don't think – there's a lot of components, man. You just can't put somebody in there that would otherwise win with something that – with players that are complementary to him. And they really call him a bust if he doesn't do anything when the rest of the team is whack. But the quarterback is often going to take them lumps anyway. So, yeah, you know, it'd be fun if you could have a league that rotated the quarterback and all the other players stayed the same. I don't know why oh, that, that would be kind of cool. Seems kind of fun, man. Just every game you get a new quarterback and somehow it just rotates around. So next week, Bryce Young can be playing for the Packers. This week, he could be playing for the uh, <laughs> Titans. And just to see how they do in each game. Oh, he's got a great offensive line. He did fantastic. You would definitely get to see uh, – I don't know. Maybe they should let him work out with teams' actual scrimmage before they draft him and shit, too, so you can see how they mesh a little bit better. Right. Yeah, oh. that would be good. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Chris Farrell tried to call in for a second, but I missed him, and he's gone. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. I'm probably going to say something stupid anyway. Hey, let me ask you something. You're now, with your admin, you can't see anything, though, so you can't You can't even – like, it doesn't come up with you. You're, you're on the phone, right? Yeah, I probably could if I was on the Podbean website, went through here, but I've always been on the phone. I need to try that. I've got my mic, and that's what I record on, but I feel like this mic works pretty good. Uh, it's just really the Apple headset, so uh, simple but mobile. Maybe we'll try it next week, though, so I can actually – chat through the website yeah sometimes it does act a bit janky but you're not it there he tried to hey oh chris come back chris wherever you are <laughs> let's go ahead and see what's going on with pierre in france Pierre, but I do big gulps. That's how you drink beer fast. Big gulps. Now, as far as the food, I don't eat a lot of food, so you might have to get some, somebody else on that. Yeah, he didn't hear that we're doing one meal a day uh, next week, so <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, Pierre. Yeah, drinking beer, pretty easy. Big gulps. 
Great answer. There you go. Some people like to do chugs. Like they'll chug it. I feel like a chug is bigger than a gulp. A gulp's just like a mouthful, whereas a chug is a steady stream based on duration. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, there you go, man. There you go, Pierre. You fuck. Frog eating foot. <laughs> you ever have frog legs? Ah, oh, you know what? I have, but it's been so long ago, I could not give a good review of a frog leg. Uh, you seem pretty uh, out there trying new things all the time. You've had frog legs? I have not had frog legs. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> I have not, but I would. I just haven't, you know, I haven't been anywhere that has them. You've never tried them, though. Or... That's it. No. I, 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 I would think... figure you have being a good old boy. I would figure old Juggy. But uh, I figured y'all would have killed a couple and seen what was up. Man, not like that. I know I've had them at a restaurant before, and it had been about 20 years ago, but I truly don't remember anything about it besides trying it. Um, I know when I was in Japan, I tried a ton of chicken uh, chicken heart, chicken gizzards, chicken Ooh. other uh, bunch of parts of the chicken you typically do not eat in the United States, and every bit of it was delicious. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was good stuff. So, yeah, I'd be willing to try it, though. But, no, I've never gone out, like, actually gigging a frog and uh, uh, popping them and, uh, you know, cooking up some legs. I wouldn't mind doing that, though. i seen it on YouTube. They, like, skin the legs and uh, they put, like, a scup. I can't remember what the seasonings was. But then they deep fried them, I think. And uh, it looked pretty all right. They say it tastes like chicken, but I guess everything tastes like chicken, right? Yeah, they always say that, I guess, with the white meat and stuff. Yeah, I'd definitely get down, man. It don't seem gross or anything, just, uh, yeah, like I said, I go to a French place sometime, but I don't see, ever see frog legs on the menu. You know, they got the typical, like, they do have beef tartare, the, you know, escargot, that kind of thing. Um, what's the, the uh, I think they have caviar. And there's another one I can't remember. Payard, fish payard. They have that. Um, but no uh, no frog legs. I've yet to see that. Maybe they'll put them on their menu one day. That'd be interesting. I'd definitely get down if they did. So. Yeah, we'll have to find a place that has it and go bust out a bust a spread soon. Bust a food review. Yes. Yeah. She can have reviews. Let's go ahead and get into this new one. <laughs> Super Nintendo title called Wild Guns. You ever played this one? I don't remember Wild Guns. It's kind of a different game. Wild Guns is a 1994 space western shooting gallery video game developed by Natsumi for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Set in the Wild West with a steampunk kind of vibe and sci-fi influences, the story follows Annie and her bounty hunter, Clint seeking revenge for the death of her family. The player controls either Annie or Clint sidestepping and jumping in the foreground while shooting down enemy robots in the background and dodging enemy bullets. 
these gameplay mechanics combine some elements from a third-person shooter and light gun game. Development on this title lasted five months on a small budget with a team of only three core members and two support staff. The team previously worked on the Ninja Warriors for the Super NES, so they chose, they were chosen to develop for the, uh, what is this? <laughs> that makes sense. Wild Guns was heavily influenced in its gameplay and artistic design by arcade games such as Blood Brothers and Dynamite Duke. The game's scenery, characters, and sound design draw ideas from western films and the science fiction manga Cobra, creating a space western setting. It looks like it had good reviews on its initial release and retrospective reviews considered a cult classic Critics have praised the gameplay as what is called a what has become a niche niche genre, as well as the co-op mode and graphical attention to detail. The game was released on Virtual Console for the Wii in 2010 and Wii U in 2014. The game was added to the Nintendo Switch Online subscription service in 2020. An enhanced remaster titled Wild Guns Reloaded was released in 2006 for the PlayStation 4. 2017 for Windows and 2018 for Nintendo Switch. Reloaded features two new characters, which are Darson Bullet, the dog, with his Sentry drone, additional stages and modes, and updated visuals plus audio. Oh, I really tried to get into this one, folks. It's pretty bad. Um, it's like one of those games where, like, it's a shooting game that like scrolls, but like the characters are in it too and so you have characters you control in the game instead of like a first person you know viewpoint you have these characters that are on screen that are shooting people in the background and other things um it's kind of awkward to me you know i couldn't get into it but I can see maybe if maybe if I'd have gave it more time, but man, I just I couldn't get into it, man. It's weird. A weird awkward gameplay. You know what I mean? Just I don't know how it could be fun as far as that goes. So I don't know. Um maybe try it out, but I'm gonna give this one like a one. Not that Ooh. good. Yeah, not that good. Yeah, I wouldn't that's, even. Yeah, that's the lowest review I've heard you give since I've been on the the program, Grant Mills. So yeah, it, I don't know much about this game. I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't. But I'll say in looking at the uh, screen caps, it looks pretty clunky to play. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, it's kind of weird because with the way that it's when you're playing it's like it feels like a first person gun like light gun game but like you're using your controller with the d-pad with the target and you have the part the characters on screen actually so it's odd that's tough um maybe if i maybe you got used to it, it might be okay but i just don't i didn't like it you know i would not check that game out folks but that's your spot two cents if you want to you can check it out the wild guns reloaded on the Switch, probably closest incarnation to the original, pretty much the same thing. So, the new one just has a couple of different characters on it. So, uh, that would be a no. <laughs> don't, don't check it out. Don't do it. 
Don't do it, man. I think it's pretty cheap on the Switch, though. I mean, nine dollars, so ten bucks. So, well, if you got burning a hole in your pocket, I don't know. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, it looks like shit, but it had surprisingly good reviews from most of the. It did, did it did get good reviews? So maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance, but you know. You know, I think a lot of time back then, though, and I don't want to be speaking out of turn for the magazines or speaking for them, but I think anything unique, maybe that stood out, probably was appealing for a, a minute, if that makes sense. And it looked like it probably had a unique gameplay for back then, but I'm with you. I've played shooters with a D-pad, and it just does not work, and I'm not good at it. Yeah, I'm definitely not good at it. I like having a gun that you can aim you know, instead of the D-pad, man, that's that's chanky. Oh, so I guess I'm old school in that regard. But do you know what it is? We got a viewer email. Oh got a shit! Viewer email here. This is from Ruth at yahoo.net. Now, <laughs> she got one of the original email addresses of Ruth. She asks, Do you guys eat deviled eggs for Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, you like deviled eggs, Wiggy? I cannot stand them stanky motherfuckers. You knew it was God. coming. That's just so good, y'all. Y'all know what's pretty tasty. Man, they wax. No way, man. I don't see how people eat that shit. First of all, you you boil fucking eggs. Have you ever smelled a boiled egg? It's gross, man. And then you take the fucking yolk out of it and mix it with vinegar and mayonnaise and uh, other stinky shit. Mustard and shit. Mustard, yeah. And then put it back into the fucking egg. Who the fuck made this up? They should be arrested. Yeah, fucking it's, nasty, dude. Yeah, deviled eggs are nasty as hell. I don't like like them whatsoever. I know Wes gets down on that shit. I know our friend LD likes to get down on them stanky fuckers. I will not. And, you know, recently had the conversation with the culprit bringing them over. Uh, maybe one person ate them, if not two. <laughs> and uh, don't bring many because they're not going to get eaten. And guess what happened? She brought many. And guess what we did? We sent them back to her uh, Sunday. We didn't want a man. And that was, well, no, Saturday. She came back Saturday again. And that's still two days after, even though we fridged yeah. them up. But they'd be sitting in the fridge and shit and just stinking. Ugh. Yeah, it's fucking gross, dude. Yeah, I don't like them. They're dumb. So I don't get you, y'all folks that like uh, deviled eggs. That ain't no good. Yeah, they stink. Smell like ass. People go crazy for them. Yeah, Ruth at Yahoo.net. <laughs> oh, Ruth, man, she's been around a while. Usually it's some old people that like that shit, too. Yeah, she has. so tasty. Yeah, she she got that. She signed on to the Ruth account. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo broke. <laughs> oh, Ruth. All right. Well, Ruth, I know. Uh, enjoy your deviled eggs. I know you love them. So. Yeesh. Yeah, they saw Whoa. <laughs> well, man, seems like it's about that time for some picks, man. 
I got him. NC double. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see how he did last week. Where's my script at? I guess uh, I need to update the final score too. I was chilling. Let's see. We both had the Vikings. They ended up losing. All right. So hey, dude, I can't believe it. What the fuck? I can't either. I thought that was a good pick. That ties in the NFL. Wiss and I with twelve out of sixteen, both pretty good. Grant Mills on the NFL side. You were ten for sixteen. But much better on the NCAA side. You were six for eight. I was five for eight. Wiss was 50% at four for eight. So let's get into this week's game. So I've got a, uh, we've got championship weekend. So these games are mostly all pretty good. Uh, where's my damn script at? There it is. I knew I wrote them down somewhere. Oh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Grant Mills, you know what we got Saturday? We got, actually, this is Friday. We're starting with New Mexico State, the team that beat Auburn at Auburn. Then Alabama struggled with them. Uh, at number 25, undefeated Liberty. New Mexico State at 25, Liberty. Who do you like for the Conference USA title? Hmm. You said New Mexico State? New Mexico State. Yep, and they are at Liberty. Mm, New Mexico State. I'm going to go with them. I, I think they've played well, and I think they've played better competition. I like New Mexico State. Wes, who you got? Oh, Liberty, yeah, my favorite is Sounds good. Thank you, Patrick Henry. Uh, this is, <laughs> uh, in a rematch, too, we got Oregon, number six, at number four, Washington. So Oregon only lost to Washington. Is that right? Earlier in the season. Yeah, so this yeah this will be the rematch. Number six, Oregon at Washington. I'm going to go Ducks on this one. Who you got, Grant Mills? Going Ducks. Yeah, I don't think they lose again. Wes, what you say? Going Huskies, yeah. They will remain undefeated if they do it. Uh, Boise State at UNLV. Who you got there, Grant Mills? Um, Boise State. Boise. I'm going to go UNLV. They played okay. Wiss, who you got? I like it. Uh, man, this game I fucking hate. Number 20, Oklahoma State at 7, Texas. I'll give you a brief history of why I hate it. Oklahoma State's made some good upsets this season. I don't know if I'd call them upsets. They beat Oklahoma. Uh, they've had some good wins. They beat West Virginia. But then they lose to fucking South Alabama. And other teams they shouldn't lose to, so they win games they shouldn't. I've said this before. They're they're Auburn uh, in the Big Twelve. It's it's the weirdest team ever. Losses to South Alabama, Iowa State, and UCF, but they beat Houston, BYU, who's been pretty good. Uh, Arizona State, Arizona State's pretty terrible. Kansas though has been pretty good. Cincinnati, they hammered. They beat Oklahoma, so. I can't tell with Oklahoma State, but I think the Longhorns are going to whoop their ass anyway, so it don't matter. Who do you got, Oklahoma State or Texas Longhorns, Grant Mills? Uh, Texas. All right, Wes, who you got? No, Texas. Yeah, I think that's the pick. We talked about it earlier. No need for a preamble. The Bulldogs versus the Tide. Number one versus number eight. Grant Mills, who are you going with? What was that again? It's going to be the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, man. 
ready to do this. I think Georgia's going. Uh, I get it. If I'm following my brain, I'm going to say Georgia. I'm going to, I'm going to pull the upset alert. I'm going to go with the tide. Yeah, no, I'm going with the tide. Alrighty. Got another good game with some lower tier teams. Appalachian State versus Troy. Uh, I'll go Appalachian State on that one. Who you like, Grant Mills, Appalachian State, or Troy? Uh, I like Appalachian. 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 State. Whatever. Who you like, Wiss? Troy, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, number three, Michigan at number 17, Iowa. Grant Mills, what do you think about that one? Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's pretty solid right now. That was my preseason pick to the playoff, Michigan, so I will stick with them. Wes, who you got? Hey, I'm going to Michigan, yeah. All right, last one that I got to round out our weekly eight on the NCAA pick-ems, number 10, Louisville, playing number five, Florida State. Grant Mills, interesting game here. Number 10, Louisville. Uh, versus number five, Florida State, without their starting QB. Who you like on that one? Hmm. Yeah. Damn. I know it's tough. I think I want to go Louisville. You read my mind. I, I think Florida put up a pretty good game against Florida State. I just don't think Florida's that good. Louisville's been pretty good. They lost to Kentucky, but it was a much more competitive game. And Kentucky's been a pretty solid team overall. I just don't think Florida State can keep up the pace. I'm going to go Louisville as well. Uh, Wes, who you got? Oh, yeah. All right. That rounds it out for me, Grant Mills. It's championship weekend. And after this, we will have a playoff picture for you guys uh, starting next weekend. We should get the bowl lined up. Uh, think we'll have all of them almost done by early next week if not we'll we'll get them somehow and pick do our bowl pickums oh yeah bowl pickums yeah fuck yeah <laughs> all right so let's get into uh the nfl picks uh y'all looks like thursday november 30th we got seattle at dallas i'll go dallas going dallas as well. Where are you? Where? Seattle, yeah. And now for the Sunday slate. Indianapolis at Tennessee. I'm going to go Indy. Mm -hmm. Damn. I'm going to go Tennessee on that one. I'm going to Indianapolis, yeah. Uh, let's see what's the next game. Los Angeles Chargers at New England. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to go Chargers. Man, they both bad. I'm going Chargers, too. I'm going to New England, yeah. Uh, and we got Detroit at New Orleans. I'm going to go Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm going Detroit as well. I mean, I think Derek Carr's going to pull some shit, yeah. New Orleans. He's a terrible quarterback. <laughs> Atlanta at New York Jets. Ooh, I'm going to go. Oh, God. I'm gonna go Jets. I'm gonna go Atlanta. You know I'm gonna ATL, yeah. Here we got uh, Arizona at Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh as well. I'm like, since they got rid of Matt Canada, they're looking a lot better. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh again. Uh, Miami at Washington. I like the Dolphins in this one. I'm liking Miami. Am I? Hey, yeah. And we got Denver, who's kind of trying to pull it, turn it around at Houston. Denver's been sneaky, haven't they? They've been a little sneaky, motherfuckers, uh, sneaking in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Denver. Every time I go against them, they don't do shit. But when, uh, or they do shit. <laughs> Sorry, I said it backwards. When I go against them, they do shit. When I pick them, they don't. So this time, I'm gonna try to be cohesive. I'm going, I'm going Broncos. I'm going Houston. I'm going Denver on this one, yeah. Oh, what we got? Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. No, on Tampa. I'm only. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go Carolina. Oh God! Wait, uh, let's see, Cleveland at Los Angeles Rams. I'll go Cleveland. I'm going Cleveland. Yeah, all right, I'll go Cleveland. Uh, let's see, Sam, ooh, San Fran at Philly. Ooh, good game. I'm gonna go Philly on it. I'm going San Fran. Ooh. I don't know. I'm going Philly. I'm a little bit too sexy. Then we got uh, Kansas City at Green Bay. KC. Oh, I'm going Kansas City. I'm on Patrick's Mahomes, yeah. Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> and we got Monday. The Monday night game will be Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Ooh, Jayville did me well this past week. I think I was the only one that went that way. Cincy without Burrow. I'm going to go Jayville. Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville, too. I'm not giving up on my boys here. Since in the evening. All right. Those are the picks, my friends. Those are the <laughs> So what you got going on this week, my friend? Oh, you know what? Hopefully not too much. It's a... Uh... Back into the work grind, but like you said, this time of year, nobody doing too much of shit. So, probably chilling, doing a little bit of work, uh, some football on Saturday, and then you know, next Saturday we got the guys all getting together for the annual Christmas dun-dun. So, should be a good week. How about yourself? You, you pretty busy this week? Yeah, I guess. I don't even. Okay. I gotta do some sales events. Probably pop one off tomorrow or the next day, uh -huh. which means a lot of nothing sitting around. I can like I'm doing shit. Yeah, well, you know. I don't know. I'm out, y'all, baby. It's Callum here. Please tell you. I love baby so much. And I'll let it play. Yeah. All right, Wes. See you, man. Thanks for your contribution to the show. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. He's already <laughs> gone. He's not even listening. He didn't do shit. Final thoughts before we get out of here. Got a good one. As the Tommy Cooper, the great British comedian said, I'm on a whiskey diet. I've lost three days already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So, hey, check out those old episodes. We're on 123 now. And, uh, 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 uh. Oh, you have a good week coming up. Like I said, hit the subscribe button, follow button. I don't have a quote or anything, but uh, 
Uh, man, get all your Christmas shopping done, I guess. Smoke some shit. Man, have a great week, everyone. We'll be back here. 9.30 in the dirty every Monday night. We will see you then. Have a good one! Yes. 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 Yes.